Hey listeners, welcome back. Vaccination, vaccination, vaccination. We're often hearing this word, vaccination, during this COVID pandemic, right? So let's have a look on what is vaccination, where it is derived from, how it is important and why it is important. So let's have a look. So what do you mean by vaccination? Vaccination is a simple, safe and effective way of protecting people against harmful diseases before they come into contact with them. It uses your body's natural defenses to build resistance to specific infections and make your immune system stronger. It is the administration of antigenic material like a vaccine to stimulate the immune system of an individual to develop adaptive immunity to a disease. Vaccines train your immune system to create antibodies just as it does when it's exposed to a disease. However, because vaccines contain only kill or weaken form of forms of germs like viruses or bacteria, they do not cause the disease or put you at risk of its complications. Most vaccines are given by an injection, but some are given orally or sprayed into the nose. So, what is the town vaccine? Where it is derived from? Three centuries ago, an England physician, Edward Jenner, realized that milkmaids had cowpox did not catch smallpox, even during epidemics. He tried giving cowpox to people and found that they were now resistant to the smallpox viruses. This was because the smallpox virus is closely related to cowpox virus. Cow is vaca in Latin and cowpox is vaccina. From these roots, the word vaccination has come into our existence. So how are vaccines made? A vaccine is an antigen that is injected or swallowed. It causes the development of active immunity in the patient. The small quantities of antigen introduced into the person's body stimulate the production of antibodies as if infected by the disease. This type of immunity is long term since the body is able to produce memory cells in the natural pathway. Antigens are treated before being introduced to the body of the person in order to make them relatively harmless. Most vaccines are made in one of the following ways. The first one is to kill virulent organisms. In this case, the bacteria is killed by heat or used by chemicals, which denature its enzymes. So the dead pathogen will not cause a disease, but it will possess antigenic sites on its surface that will be recognized by T and B lymphocytes and the result in the production of antibodies in the recipient. There is no chance of the pathogen replicating and causing infection. Example, vaccine for oofing cow bacteria. The second, the second one is live non-virulent strains. Vaccines made in this way are often called attenuated or weakened viruses. Vaccines. In such vaccines, the pathogen is deliberately weakened to ensure that it doesn't cause severe infection. Examples such as BCG vaccine used against tuberculosis and Sabin vaccines used against poliomyelitis, which is taken orally. The third one, modified toxins. In this type of vaccine, the toxoids or the toxic substances produced by the bacteria are made harmless. Toxoids are used to stimulate antibody production, but there is no risk of infection by the pathogen. Example, vaccines used against diphtheria and tetanus. And the other one, isolated antigen. 
Sometimes important antigens are separated from the microorganism, in this case by breaking up the pathogen structure and obtaining glycoproteins. The flu vaccine contains a mixture of antigens from various strains of influenza virus in an attempt to combat the great variations that exist. These antigenic variations occur in microorganisms that have a high mutation rate. The last one, genetically engineered antigens. In this most modern type of vaccine, restriction endonuclease enzymes are used to extract from the pathogen the genes that code for a particular antigen. Such genes are inserted in a harmless plasmid vector using a ligase enzyme. The bacteria cells then replicate to produce large amounts of antigen. So in, the, in these following ways the vaccines are made. So why is vaccination important? When we get vaccinated we aren't just protecting ourselves but also those around us. Some people like those who are seriously ill are advised not to get certain vaccines. So they depend on the rest of us to get vaccinated and help reduce the spread of disease. During this COVID-19 pandemic, vaccination continues to be critically important. The pandemic has caused a decline in the number of children receiving routine immunizations, which could lead to an increase in illness and death from preventable disease. Who has urge countries to ensure that essential immunization and health services should continue despite the challenges posed by COVID-19. How does a vaccine work? Vaccines reduce getting a disease by working with your body's natural defenses to build protection. When you get a vaccine, your immune system responds. It recognizes the invading germ such as a virus or bacteria. It produces antibodies. Antibodies are proteins produced naturally by the immune system to fight disease. Remembers the disease and how to fight it. If you are then exposed to the germ in the future, your immune system can quickly destroy it before you become unwell. The vaccine is therefore a safe and clever way to produce an immune response in the body without causing illness. Our immune systems are designed to remember. Once exposed, to one or more doses of a vaccine, we typically remain protected against disease for years, decades or even a lifetime. This is what makes vaccines so effective. Rather than treating a disease after it, after it occurs, vaccines prevent us in the first in instance from getting sick. So how do vaccines protect individuals and communities? Vaccines work by training and preparing the body's natural defenses, the immune system, to recognize and fight off viruses and bacteria. If the body is exposed to those disease-causing pathogens later, it will be ready to destroy them quickly, which prevents illness. When a person gets vaccinated against a disease, the risk of infection is also reduced. So they are also less likely to transmit the virus or bacteria to others. As more people in a community get vaccinated, fewer people remain vulnerable and there is less possibility for an infect, infected person to pass the pathogen on to the, another person. Lowering the possibility for a pathogen to circulate in the community protects those who cannot be vaccinated due to health conditions like allergies or their age from the disease targeted by the vaccine. Herd immunity, also known as population immunity, is an indirect protection from an infectious disease that happens when immunity develops 
in a population either through vaccination or through previous infection herd immunity doesn't mean unvaccinated or individuals who have not previously been infected are themselves immune instead herd immunity exists when individuals who are not immune but live in a community with a high proportion of immunity have reduced risk of disease as compared to non immune individuals living in a community with a small proportion of immunity in communities with high immunity the non immune people have a lower risk of disease than they otherwise would but the reduced risk results from the immunity of people in the in the community in which they are living that is herd immunity not because they are personally immune even after herd immunity is first reached and reduced risk of disease among unimmunized people is observed this risk will keep falling if vaccination coverage continues to increase when vaccine coverage is very high the risk of disease among those who are non immune can become similar to those who are truly immune who supports achieving herd immunity through vaccination not by allowing a disease to spread through a population as this would result in unnecessary cases and deaths for covid-19 a new disease causing a global pandemic many vaccines are in development and some are in the early phase of rollout having demonstrated safety and efficacy against disease the proportion of the population that must be vaccinated against covid-19 to begin inducing herd immunity is not known this is an important area of research and will likely vary according to the community the vaccine the populations prioritized for vaccination and other factors herd immunity is an important attribute of vaccines against polio rotavirus pneumococcus hemophilus influenza type b yellow fever meningococcus and numerous other vaccine preventable diseases yet it is an approach that only works for vaccine preventable diseases with an element of person to person spread for example tetanus is caught from bacteria in the environment not from other people so those who are unimmunized are not protected from the disease even if most of the rest of the community is vaccinated so why should we get vaccinated without vaccines we are at risk of serious illness and disability from diseases like measles meningitis pneumonia tetanus and polio many of these diseases can be life threatening who estimates that vaccines save between 2 to 3 million lives every year Although some diseases may have become uncommon the germs that cause them continue to circulate in some or all parts of the world in today's world infectious diseases can easily cross borders and infect anyone who is not protected two key key reasons to get vaccinated are to protect ourselves and to protect those around us because not everyone can be vaccinated including very young babies those who are seriously ill or have certain allergies they depend on others being vaccinated to ensure that they are also safe from vaccine preventable diseases